For the American Egg Network, I'm Richard Risvet, and I recently just spent the day out with some guys from BASF, and they showed me around the BASF plots near Davenport, North Dakota. We took the day and looked around at and what a beautiful area it was at what their products can do to help with controlling weeds and what that can mean for every producer out there. First, let's get to know who these guys are. First up is Ken Dybert, who is a tech service rep. Ken, tell us what your territory is. Yeah, I primarily travel in the eastern third of North Dakota and then northwest Minnesota. Next up is Dan Mellis, who is also a tech service rep with BASF. Dan, tell us what your territory is. Been covering central and western North Dakota. I'll let Chad introduce himself. So Chad Fury, a business rep here in southeast North Dakota. And finally, Nick, who is also a business rep. Nick, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us where your territory is. Nick Salentine here, uh, east central North Dakota. Well, of course, they have been out and about all over their territories, and let's hear what they have to say about what they've seen this year so far. You know, we're seeing a lot of weed pressure to start with, and if you think about uh, where we've been in the last few weeks here, we've been very wet across our entire geography, obviously standing down in southeast North Dakota here today, uh, been very wet and been very cool, unseasonably cool. And now fast forward uh, multiple weeks, and here comes the heat. Now we've got heat, and we've got excess moisture in in many places if not very adequate moisture and now of course we've got tremendous weed pressure as i look in the field that we're standing in here today i can see uh, many pigweed species including redroot pigweed water hemp i can see kochia i can see lambs quarters and i can see common ragweed and key uh, four key weed species right there that we deal with across our geography in north dakota and northern minnesota uh, but especially here in in southeast north dakota as we're standing here today but the landscape has changed tremendously here in the last couple weeks and uh, these weeds are only going to grow and and my message to our customers here moving forward is we need to work really hard at staying ahead of this weed control game because uh, these weeds uh, are going to get the upper hand on us in a big hurry like Ken said, seeing a lot more weed pressure this year. Out in my geography, we're a lot more kochia and lambs quarters than what we've been used to necessarily. Uh, went from complete drought last year to complete saturation this year in most areas. So yeah, a lot more weed pressure issues than what we've seen. Um, Size-wise, some of those weeds are starting to get large. We need to really pay attention to getting our herbicides on in a timely manner I, if, if they didn't see a pre yet the thing i want to echo is like at you know we've had late planting so end of may is when kind of the corn went in and then we rushed right into beans trying to get them in here the beginning of june and a lot of these pre's residuals were missed just because of everything going in so quick and so when we come back to this post application like ken and dan have been saying with all the weed pressure we need to really focus on putting residuals in with our with our over-the-top herbicides and I think that's just the biggest thing right now to focus on is putting some of these residuals in so that they'll take us through the season. East central part of the state uh, historically has been a lot farther along here. Um, This year we're just like a lot of part of the state are quite a ways behind. Um, With the exception of a few areas uh, I think a lot has been planted here in the last two weeks. Um, Sprayers are just starting to get serviced up, ready to go in most of my area. Um, A lot of corn and wheat that's going to get sprayed here pretty soon and uh, soybeans that will come right after that. But biggest thing, um, you know, for our corn that's going to get sprayed, Armazon Pro, uh, make sure you're consulting with your agronomist, your local BASF rep on uh, the best recommendation. And then, of course, adding in residuals with our soybean herbicides as well is going to be key to keeping a lot of these weeds at bay. 
Now, as I said, they did show me around and they showed me how a lot of their products are really working and really targeting exactly what is needed. So why don't we hear from them and what they can help and offer to our producers in this country. Plow we got in front of us here, we've got Zidua Pro. We're seeing exceptionally good weed control. This was put on as a pre. We're uh, really helping take care of this pigweed species that we've got out here. Um, it's doing an excellent job. For those that haven't been able to get a pre on this year, I mean, make sure as we're uh, putting on dicamba applications, we're taking a look. If you've got something you can put in there for residual control, such as Zidua um, Post, that's also a great option to uh, help hold those weeds off. I know this year we're going to be pushing the envelope as far as uh, getting those dicamba applications on. The beans aren't going to be that big by the time we get to the 30th of June. So putting something in there with a little extra residual can be something that'll be real beneficial there also to hold off late season weed pressure. Yeah, I think in a, in a I don't know what a normal year is anymore, but in a normal situation where, uh, and, and uh, you know, normally we'd put a pre out at planting uh, or shortly after planting uh, before that crop comes up, if we have time, right? It all depends on the crop, especially in a crop like soybeans where we, in many years, will have time to get that pre down, get the residual up front. Now, obviously we want that residual up front where it makes sense, but doesn't always have to be right at planting. Uh, but when we come back with that first post-emergence pass, uh, say for example, we're in a dicamba soybean system where we're using Ingenia herbicide, put something like Zidua with it. Uh, group 15 herbicide gonna be excellent on pigweed species, help out on kochia, uh, grass obviously, to extend that residual well into the season. So as we look uh, here in the middle of June now, a lot of these post trips are, are going to be happening. Everything is pretty well condensed this year because uh, there's been a lot of things rushed, right? And uh, pre's that were missed at planting. So put that residual uh, in now uh, in their first uh, post trip, if you will, or pass in, in season or in crop and to extend that residual. That's gonna help tremendously because really what we're trying to get to is, is row closure or canopy. And uh, once we get to that point, we can, we can we get a lot of help from the crop to help compete against those weeds to shade that ground, keep that weed pressure in check. And so I think that's one good example. If you're in a Liberty Link or a, call it a E3 or, or Zotavo would be our uh, 2,4-D uh, tolerant soybean line. Uh, if you're in that system, uh, you're, you're putting your Liberty out post, put something like Outlook herbicide with that, okay, to again, covering the very similar weed spectrum, if not the same weed spectrum as Zidua, the pigweed species, uh, obviously gonna help on grass, things like nightshade, uh, but to get that residual chemistry in that post strip is gonna be extremely important in a year like this where things were missed because we were rushed up front uh, and maybe we don't need all that residual up front either. Water hemp and pigweed species as a whole tend to emerge and germ germinate and emerge well in late into the season even. So if we can extend that residual to help uh, combat those weeds, that's I think that's going to be key in a year like this. Chad Fury again, Southeast North Dakota. In our areas, so corn's flying out of the ground and we've got weeds getting big. Our focus, this uh, like these next couple weeks, will be Armazon Pro. Amazing burn down with great residual behind it. Uh, it's been really great in my territory for the last four or five years. I think that's going to be a huge focus for us is to get this corn sprayed on a timely manner when the weeds are at smaller, you know, so four inches or under. And, and soybeans are flying out of the ground. Same thing. We had the moisture, have the heat and just getting everything sprayed at a timely manner. So like when these weeds are a little bit smaller, so they're easier to control, whether it's dicamba, uh, the Enlist, 
with residuals. I mean, that'll be the focus here in the next two weeks for Southeast North Dakota. Yeah, real quick, I think just in East Central North Dakota, um, the biggest thing for us is going to be making sure to put your best foot forward. And we've, we continue to mention residuals in every conversation. Um, and I think it couldn't be more important, uh, especially on a year like this where weeds are definitely going to be coming. That is all great information and things that we ought to be looking into. And, you know, then I asked them to be fortune tellers, put on that magic hat and see what they can see into the future, what we're going to be seeing into July, August, and even into harvest and, you know, what what we can expect and what we should be watching out for. So let's hear from them. Uh, Predictions for going into the future this year. Well, one thing we've got going compared to what we had last year is we have moisture. And when we have moisture, we have disease. So really be paying attention in the Um, dry beans canola soybeans be looking for endura applications later in the season if it's wet uh, during those timings when we should be looking at applications an application of endura it's probably the best uh, product on the market that we have for white mold control so really be taking a look as we get to uh, flowering timing in these crops to look at an endura application well dad's exactly right i mean white mold's a a key disease in many crops Uh, dry beans like you mentioned is probably number one canola soybeans uh, those three especially we, we need to stay ahead of these diseases just like we were we're trying to stay ahead of the weeds here today or in the early going. And then something like preaxor fungicide too. Uh, I know the word plant health, the term plant health is is very uh, commonly used in, in today's world of, of crop protection. Uh, but really we, we, we would like to define that at BSF, not just calling it plant health, but talking about growth efficiency, creating a, a more efficient factory, if you will, within that plant, and then tolerating, allowing that plant to tolerate as much stress as possible. So minimizing the amount of stress that that, that plant is exposed to, uh, that could be drought. Uh, I, I know the forecasters, uh, meteorologists alike have been talking a lot about a hot, dry summer this year. Uh, certainly seems very far-fetched as we're standing here today, but uh, things can certainly turn around and, and it's North Dakota, so anything can happen in terms of weather. So if we do turn hot and dry, uh, things like a preaxor fungicide, and that can be on soybean, that can be on, on small grains as well. We have a fair bit of it that goes out in wheat and barley in that, at that early herbicide timing, which is, is essentially now. Uh, things like dry bean, sugar beets, uh, canola, the preaxor fungicide application is, is really allowing that plant to preserve as much yield as possible. And that's obviously our goal at, uh, at the end of the day. So I think that's very important to, to set the stage, keep that plant as healthy as possible. And then when we get to the disease threats like white mold, uh, for example, in many of these broadleaf crops, uh, we're set up for an outstanding yield at the end of the season. Yeah, so I guess my prediction for Southeast North Dakota is we have the moisture, commodity prices are up, the crops look really good coming out of the ground now. And it's protecting that, you know, and, and maximizing our yield with the commodity prices where they're at. So it's it's using the fungicides like Preaxor and Endura and just, you know, getting the most out of this crop that we have, especially when the acres that did go in look really good. We have the moisture there. I would say, yeah, near future, we've got, you know, a couple different fields that are kind of at different emergent stages. So we're finishing up planting in one field and uh, getting ready to spray at another field is probably going to be fairly common this year depending on you know how dry some of your fields were versus others and then I think when you look at far future as others have mentioned um, we're going to be hopping right into some fungicide spraying Um, so it's always important to uh, make sure you're consulting with your local agronomist your local BSF rep 
try to get that best recommendation and uh, preserve that top end yield as much as possible. That is all great information. And if you heard something that may help you out in your fields, please reach out to your representative, your local representative. One of these guys can take care of you and they will help you out in every aspect that they possibly can and make sure that our yields are great. Our crops are growing well and we're going to have the best successful season that we possibly can. Now for one final thing, I did ask them for any final thoughts that they may have for this year. So let's see what they have to say. I think one other thing worth uh, worth a reminder is as we look at this weed pressure this year, and it's it's been a crazy spring, and I, I don't know what the rest of the summer holds, and obviously the weather will help determine that, but when we get to the end of the season, things like dry beans, perhaps soybeans, canola as well, uh, in terms of that harvest aid or that desiccation treatment with sharpened herbicide, uh, in our case, uh, you know, that treatment is going to be very important in a year like this, I feel like, because it anytime we're playing catch up for example with these weeds uh, we can sometimes have great success and and do a very thorough job an effective job at controlling those weeds but if we're missing anything and some weeds slip through the canopy so to speak and we get to that end of the season and as was already mentioned very strong commodity prices we got a lot of optimism in the marketplace right now that we want to finish strong and by doing that finish with sharpened herbicide for that desiccation or harvest aid treatment. I think that's going to be key in a year like this year as well. Yes, just remember on a year like this, um, things are getting busy, a lot of sprayers going around. Stay safe, wear your PPE, and if you guys have questions on any BASF product, contact your local retailer or BASF representative uh, for any questions you might have. Well, perfect, and thank you guys very much for spending some time with me and showing me around. Absolutely. Thank, yep, thank you for the opportunity, thank you. Rich. Appreciate it. And again, if you have any questions that these guys can help out, they are more than happy to help out in every way they possibly can. Reach out to them. They've got their own territories, but they'll help you out with whatever your issue is. For the American Ag Network, I'm Richard Ristvet.